the dawn of Alive with Tenji, which it turns out is a podcast that I am starting, and this podcast is about spirituality. I'm actually recording this episode because I have... The first episode I recorded was just me wanting to come and speak. There were things that I felt like I couldn't really talk about on my other podcast. I host the Abundant Leaders podcast. If you are a leader and you're looking to advance in your career and like be your most fulfilled, impactful, authentic, self-embodied self, go follow that podcast and go check it out. And if you like it, follow it. I'm not telling you to go follow it. I'm just telling you that if that's what you're about and you're looking for tips and tricks in your career, that's the place to go. But that's not the place where I can talk about all the other things in my life that I care about. And I'm a person who loves sharing what I'm learning about life so that other people don't have to like figure it out on their own, right? And I'm not saying that as though I know everything and I'm the source of wisdom and you know, I'm here to like benevolently give my wisdom and insight to people. Absolutely not, right? I'm just a hun who loves to talk. (laughs) And because I love learning from other people, I love hearing other people's stories and wisdom. I mean, that is how I have advanced the most in life, right? I follow so many podcasts and I have friends whose lives I watch who share with me what they're learning. And it is so enriching for me, enriching for me. And that's why I share my stuff, right? So this podcast, you're here. And this is a place where I didn't even know if this was going to be a podcast or what, but um, obviously it is. And the purpose of it is for me to share what I'm learning about life and what I'm musing on about life, the thoughts I have about what does it even mean to be alive and how do we do this life thing well? And so in this intro episode, I want to give you a little flavor of who I am and um, the way my mind works, because this is going to be a place where you're going to be invited into my mind and my mind's inner workings, and I'm just going to be talking out loud. I am not here trying to share structured messages. I'm not here trying to like preach. I am not here trying to propagate an ideology or or a, a way of living that I think everyone should use, right? I am here just saying, hey, this is what's on my mind and I'm sharing it. Think about it like a blog, right? This isn't a, a place that is a place of authority, right? Where I'm like, hey, let's talk about spirituality and let me teach you. That's not what we're doing. And I'm saying this because I need to have the freedom to just come and muse out loud. If one person listens, if five people listen, hey, that's awesome. If no one listens, that's okay, right? Because um, to be a little bit selfish, as much as it's also for others, it's also just for me, right? To have an outlet for all of these things I'm learning about life that feel bottled up inside me and bursting to come out, right? Like where this podcast came from is on Friday night, I felt like I had something in me bursting to come out and I just wanted to share and speak. And I came, brought my mic, brought my laptop and just started talking. And I knew that it was um, going to be things, it, it, it was a message or a topic that was not the leadership uh, topics that I speak about on Abundant Leaders. And I've been increasingly wanting a space where I can express this part of myself and share it out loud. And so that's where it came from. So I recorded two episodes then. You'll probably hear them at some point. 
um, the the first one you may hear at some point. <laughs> I I hilariously titled it "Coming Out as a Chakrahan." The second one I was um, talking about what is love and what is the purpose of life, and that is its own episode that you will also find here. So that is the preamble. Who am I? I'm Tenji. I am you know, a black Zimbabwean woman living in South Africa who is constantly pursuing growth and learning and wisdom and insight. I read everything and I listen to every podcast and I watch Gaia and I watch YouTube channels and I listen to tons of podcasts and I'm always reading the next interesting personal development book. I'm doing that a lot less than I used to in my in my 20s i was getting a lot of personal development content from books because podcasts weren't a thing yet and now i get most of it from podcasts and what i can say is that i'm a person who has spent her life wanting to be the best version of myself that i can be and it's less of best version and more of i just want to live well like i'm always aware of what i'm what i am discovering and eager to apply it to my life so that I can have a better life. That's always what fueled me to the personal development work. It was feeling like I was suffering. I mean, it was really bred of suffering, right? I was suffering a lot in my life and there were things that I needed to know that I didn't know. And I just needed someone to teach me like how to live. And it sounds disempowered, but it's not because we're raised with a a lot with a focus on survival right this is how you bathe clothe clothe feed yourself and provide yourself with an income so that you don't go bankrupt right and so you can keep yourself alive but no one really teaches us you know how do you nourish your body how do you uh how do you have healthy relationships how do you form friendships in an intimate way how do you bring yourself to the table and and in every interaction without feeling insecure how do you overcome insecurity how do you overcome low confidence because i i suffered from both of those things growing up how do you form meaningful connections with men you know as a woman i didn't have healthy examples of partnership around me so my parents weren't exactly prime candidates to teach me how to love so i was literally going elsewhere to learn how to live life and you know this makes me wonder whether i you know chase christianity so ardently because i was looking for a source of information on how to live cuz you know the bible pastors when you're ensconced within a church environment there are so many resources of wisdom character values how to attract a husband how to you know be a loving person how to um honor your parents and it's really a way of living a value system that is encapsulated in that faith and it was really helpful for me because then I was like oh okay here are some things that I can live by don't get me wrong my parents weren't doing nothing right they gave me their value system and their um i i would say their life priorities what they believed life was about and however 
I needed more, right? They gave me the fullness of what they had. And then it was my job now to like take that further, right? With what they gave me and add where they didn't know, right? Or, or where their priorities didn't lie. Two, I'm also a very different person to who they are. So some of the things that they taught me don't jive well with me. So I had to go find, well, who am I and what do I want, right? And so um, that's what's fueled my personal development journey and my spiritual journey. I think my spiritual journey has maybe been just a natural offshoot of I am a spiritual person. I am that archetype. I know that we we exist in a bigger in a bigger um, context than just this material world, this incarnation as human beings. And I've always had a sense of connection to it. And as I continue to live and be alive, I continue to explore, well, what is the meaning of life, right? What does it mean to be here? Why are we humans? What made us? If we were made, why were we made? What is the purpose, therefore, of our lives? What does it mean to be here? And how do we do this thing well? Because life is hard. My perspective is that life is hard. I've had a hard life. And it's still hard. I don't I don't think that now the hard days are behind me. No, the hard days are with me. I'm just wiser and more capable. And therefore, when challenging times come, they don't overwhelm me and derail me the way that they used to when I was younger. But life is still hard for me, right? I think the fact that we are constantly having to navigate our internal narratives that don't match up with reality, that we're constantly having to overcome insecurities or fear or manage anger and inappropriate responses to situations and people that we are trying to form intimacy with people, yet intimacy in itself can inherently feel unsafe and we have to overcome so many things in order to open up, that we're trying to figure out who we are and what and, and how to have fulfilling careers. And many of us believe we can't have fulfilling careers and therefore we have to be a different person at work versus a different person and someone else at home. And yet we're told to just be ourselves that's hard. That to me is not an easy landscape to navigate. It is not an easy paradigm to exist within. And so this podcast is called Alive because it is exploring what does it mean to be alive and how do we be alive well, right? Um, that's what I have spent my whole life constantly thinking about. I'm always looking at the past to try learn lessons from myself and from, you know, the experiences that I've seen people around me having. And I'm always trying to take those lessons and translate them into a, my future, right? How do I create a better future for myself? How do I secure great outcomes? How do I translate my hopes and desires and um, the natural leaning of my soul into a life that looks and feels like me, that feels good to me, right? How do I do this well? How do I treat people well? How do I treat myself well? How do I treat earth well? Those are things that I'm constantly asking myself and that is why I'm constantly on a path of evolution. And I love this about myself. I think it makes me a responsible soul <laughs> who's incarnated in this lifetime and a responsible citizen of earth and a responsible co-human to other people who are impacted by my actions and behaviors. Now, obviously, I'm by no means perfect. What is perfection? That doesn't exist, right? 
But what I want to do is um, be as positive of an imprint, right? As beneficial, as supportive of an imprint on others, the world, life, and universal consciousness as I can be, right? And so those are the themes I'm exploring in this podcast. It is, I themed it, you know, Apple makes you decide or, you know, these, these podcast platforms make you decide what podcast are you? So I picked spirituality, but it really is a spirituality and personal development pod. I didn't want to pick personal development because then I'd feel like, oh, I have to come and share something that's going to change someone's life. No, guys, like that's what I do in my nine to five. It's my job. People pay me. I'm an executive coach and I'm responsible for people's development, right? And giving them the tools that will help them to to lead more successful lives. But I don't want to be doing that in my personal life. Like I want this to be a place where I can just sit and just let it all hang loose, you know, the way like women come home and we take off the bra and it's just like, let those babies hang. <laughs> I just want to feel free, right? So that's why I just called it spirituality. I don't want to be anyone's guru. I don't want anyone looking to me for anything. I just want this to be a place where maybe if someone, you know, sees the world that I see, the, the way that I see it, they're like, oh, here's a like-minded human that will make me feel a bit less alone. And if there's someone who doesn't agree with me, um, you are welcome to not tell me that you don't agree with me because I'm not here to engage in intellectual de- debate about what I believe, right? And about my life experiences. Absolutely not. I am absolutely not open to that, right? But I am down for you saying that I'm not for you and you can leave and find someone else who is for you, right? Because I'm not trying to be for anyone. I'm only trying to be for me and for the people who are for me and for life. Like more than anything, I have to say, that I want to be for me first, life second, and other people third, right? And when I'm being myself, then I satisfy those three naturally, right? Without trying to fit in. So that is me. And that is the purpose of this podcast. And why it's a spirituality podcast. I'm taking a a break to like take a sip of water. Not, not the water starting to gurgle and then I sound like I'm drinking from the end of a straw. <laughs> Ooh, those were some juicy sips. So, guys, that's the purpose of this podcast. So thanks for being here, for being curious enough to come. Um, most of you just know me personally because I'm not really going to go and advertise this thing. Like, it's just going to be on my Instagram And maybe if I'm in the mood, I'm going to put it on WhatsApp. I don't know. But um, that's how we're hanging here. I am absolutely down for you to like tell me if there's stuff that you, you know, have been thinking about and you're curious about my opinion. I mean, find me on Instagram at Tenjue, holler at me, drop me a note and maybe I'll talk about it. Right. Um, but right now this is a space for me and I am being, um, deliciously selfish. You know, you know, you know how nice it feels when you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm just doing what I want and I don't care what anyone else thinks. Like, why is it so hard for us to give us permission to do that? You know what I mean? Anyway, so, um, the topic, like the official title of this podcast was, you know, how, what does it mean to be alive and how do we live well? Right. And I, I'm exploring that question, right? I've been on a long, deep journey in my life 
a healing journey and that's what's brought me here and even before I was on a big official healing journey as as I mentioned earlier I was always like reading around but I increasingly find myself realizing that what we think life is and what life actually is are not the same thing I really don't think they are like I think that we know what life is so this is this is you know we're going to be doing a lot of this on (laughs) in this space like having existential conversations right so um you're about to be invited into my deep deep analytical like I will think about everything to like the nth degree because questions are cur- are interesting to me and I'm in love with truth, right? So I'm always looking for it. And, you know, what I, what I really think is that we, we know what we are and what life is when we're born, because I think that we, we come in just so innocent and curious and we're like, oh, and we're just being ourselves. Like you look at kids, like a lot of kids, they just their natural disposition naturally shines through but there are but at the same time we also have nervous system imprinting that we've received from our mother and our mother's environment when we were in utero and and so there is a little bit of conditioning that's already taken place i believe that as souls so i believe in reincarnation and that as souls we Um, incarnate many times because over the cumulative pathway of our lifetimes we are seeking to fully actualize our soul consciousness and we incarnate in many different forms lifetime after lifetime in order to experience the fullness of life and as we experience more and more of life we mature and mature and we mature more and more in consciousness so there is an aspect of soul wisdom that we bring in because we take our souls with us in each incarnation and then we add everything that we experience in that incarnation. And so when we're born, I do think that we come in like a kind of blank slate and we're like, oh, okay. But we've lived many times, but we have a fresh brain that has amnesia, that, that has a little bit of a, it has only an unconscious awareness of the soul on a conscious level. It, it's like, this is the only life I've ever had. And that's on purpose, right? So that we can actually dive into life and let life happen to us and make choices, right? So that we're not gaming the system by knowing the mistakes we made in previous lifetimes or the experience we had in previous lifetimes and either trying to recreate the same experiences because they felt so nice, but that would mean we wouldn't grow souls or trying to run away from certain experiences because they were so painful last time um, and that will stop us from advancing our souls because then we're running away from growth or trying to manufacture decisions and responses to situations so that we um, architect a life that looks the way that we think our life should look like so that it looks like we're growing, right? We're over-engineering. And so I think we have amnesia for a reason. But that so much of what we are is just living at the surface of our skin. And then we get conditioned, right, by our parents, by our environment, by school, by society, by our family. And we start changing and learning, oh, this is, this is what it means to be alive, right? This is how you're supposed to treat people. Not the way that I was treating people, but the way you're supposed to treat people. This is how you're supposed to behave in social situations. This is what you're supposed to want out of life. You're supposed to want a husband or a wife. You're supposed to want children. You're supposed to want a job. You're supposed to. And so for me to be a good, successful human, I must do these things that 
I've been told I should do, right? And that takes us away step by step from who we were at the beginning. And I feel like as we, when we become adults, we have to relearn what it means to be alive. That's certainly what my experience was, right? And I felt like, I feel like the biggest amount of relearning for me has happened in the last maybe three years. When I was pursuing personal development uh, earlier in my, in my early, mid, late 20s, so I can say in my 20s, fine, I should have just said that, um, I was really doing it remedially, right? I was like, look, something isn't working here. There's something I don't know that I can't figure out. Like, I was like, something isn't working here. It must be because there's something that I don't know. Let me go find out what I don't know. <laughs> so I was reading the books and trying to learn, right? And I thought that I would finally figure out this equation of what life means. But what I didn't understand was I was looking externally for something in the world to tell me, well, what does a good life look like? But actually, what a good life looks like is something that you have to create for yourself. And you create it for yourself by remembering who you are and by being open to life, to let life touch you. So I believe that as souls, right, and this is where the spirituality piece of this podcast comes in, is like our job, what we're hoping and dreaming for, dreaming of is ourselves. Like our, our job is to return to ourselves and to find ourselves. I believe that we're the home that we're looking for. I don't believe it's something that lives somewhere else. I, I believe it lives in, in, in us. And so um, what it means to be alive is to be you. <clears throat> And with your eyes open, seeing what life is. When you listen to the next episode, I'm going to go deeper into this. So if you are curious about what I mean, tune into episode two, because I recorded episode two first. That's why I even have the clarity of um, explanation about what I believe. Uh, did you hear that sound? That's my neighbor probably powering up their motorcycle. Oh my God, I'm such a motorcycle hun. Oh my goodness. The way that I'm an adrenaline junkie and I love like powerful cars. I believe that if I had been born in a different place, in a different body, wanting different things, I would have been a NASCAR driver. Oh my effing goodness. The need for speed that exists <laughs> in my right foot. <laughs> And I've got amazing reflexes. So, oh my God, on the highway, you know, the weaving, the going fast. Yo, 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 yo. I love it. So when I heard that motorcycle, it activated something in me. I wonder if I was like, you know, some sort of like speed little devil in a previous life. But I don't think so. I don't have a memory of one. And I think timelines wise, we haven't had supercars until recently. But maybe I was a fighter pilot in, in, in a lifetime. But I don't think so. Like during the time when airplanes were invented, I was a shaman. Yeah, no, I think maybe there's a part of my soul that's just like, oh, how do we get this? So if you're a dude out there and you're single and you're looking for a hun and you have a motorcycle, you know, holler at me. Maybe you will be the outlet for <laughs> my unlived dreams and we could go for rides on the weekends on your speed machine. Anyway, what a tangent. My goodness. Let's get back to focus. So I think that what I was talking about was um, the purpose of life, right? And therefore, how do we live well? And, and what we want is us, right? We don't want someone else. We just want us. 
But then what does it mean then to find you, right? And when you're looking for you, I don't think you always find you. I think sometimes you you find weird shit, right? Like you find weird beliefs that you have to tease out to realize, oh wait, those beliefs aren't mine. So what do I actually believe? And then you have to go deeper and then you have to like ask, well, you know, if I wasn't trying to fit in or, you know, if I wasn't trying to be a Moyana, my last name, if I wasn't trying to um, make sense to all my friends around me, who would I be? And I have to be very honest with you guys. Like, <laughs> I was, I was very nervous about launching this podcast because when I realized that, oh, fuck, this is about to become a podcast, I was like, Tenji, are you sure about this? Because you're about to disclose beliefs that you have that absolutely do not fit in with mainstream black Zimbabwean people who are the majority of my social circle. Now, I've traveled, I've lived in many countries, and so I've got a diverse social circle, absolutely. But right now, I live in South Africa. A lot of my friends are Zimbabwean, some are South African, and then just the wider diaspora. But like, a lot of the people that I socialize with, you know, are like, you know, quite religious, right? Quite Christian or more conservative. And I and I was just like, I'm just going to look wild if I come out and I start talking about these ideas and the fact that I do mushroom ceremonies and the fact that I, well, psych- psychedelic ceremonies and I, um, you know, use oracle cards and tarot and I do all this stuff, right? I have crystals and mind you, I did not think I was ever going to be this person. And I was the person who was judging people like me because I was the conservative Christian. So a lot of my insecurity in this area is because I've been on the other side of the judgment table judging people like me. And so it feels like a mirror. My feelings are a mirror. And it's quite interesting that in one lifetime, which I think is fascinating that my soul is doing this, right? In one lifetime, I've been on the side of a very um, conservative, structured, religious environment, and then on the, uh, which I believe is quite dogmatic. I think all religions, not just Christianity, I just think all religions just fall into the trap of dogma when they're taken too seriously and taken exclusively as the only thing, the only version of truth that exists that everyone must ascribe to, subscribe to. Um, and now I'm living on the other side of the table where I'm like, well, life is free, right? Um, spirit is infinite. If God, and this was the thing that I always struggled with, guys, like when I was a Christian, was like, if God is limitless and endless, how is it possible that our limited minds can have articulated what he is? Because the moment you articulate, you can find it into a tiny little box. Right. And so it felt incongruous to me that we would say God is everything and then say that it's a he. Right. It's gendered. So of all the gender permutations that exist now, we've picked one. So we've brought one level of limitation. Number two, we've personalized this concept. So instead of it being wide and free and, and, and it can be everything that exists, whether it's animate or inanimate, right? We've now said it's a living thing. And three, we've then taken it down and said, out of all the animate things, it is human like us, right? Number four, we've then said that of all of these things, it is called God, right? And then five, we've gone and we've tried to list all these characteristics of what God is, right? Yet, you know, I, I think when you take Christianity in like the depths of, of, of its intention, 
you know, when Moses, Moses asked who God is, he was just like, I am, right? And, and that's exactly it, right? And, and it's forcing, when you say, who are you? You're forcing whatever response to say, I, like it's a singular thing. Yet I, I believe spirit is everything. It's, it's, it's me, us, you know, them, all that is, right? And it's, a, it's gas, <laughs> it's liquid, it's flesh, it's consciousness. It is incarnated material embodied consciousness and it's disembodied, you know, completely free flowing, you know, essence of being. And so that's what I struggled with, with Christianity. When I started really applying my mind, I was just like, no, it cannot be that. And, and then the last thing, oh, the last level of further limitation that we bring to this concept is we then say that there's only one way, right? Of all the religions out there, there's only one version or one, one perspective, one view, one angle, one representation of this infinite thing that is true. It cannot possibly be true. That is not true. That is an that is a logic that is a logically inconsistent statement to say there's only one version of this limitless thing. Come on, right? And so what when I say come on, what I'm saying is like I think that if if religions could be more humble <laughs> and say, let's just talk about what it means to live in the full awareness of this essence. Well, it means we, you know, treat people, you know, with sovereignty and we respect who they are. We respect ourselves. We nurture and care for the things because we're stewards of the things that are part of our lives. We, right. Cause then we'd be talking less about like, um, definition and more, about substance right it's the substance over form right the form of religion is what i really don't like but the substance of it i can jive with that i can totally jive with the substance of what religion is so on this little pod that's what we're going to be exploring right we're going to just be talking about you know the latest idea that i have something that i'm learning in my life that i'm like wow guys did you know xyz right um, I would love to hear how you're finding the pod. So as much as I'm like, I'm just going to talk about what I want, right? I, I still care about, you know, and, and I'm curious about what are other people's experience of life, experiences of life? What are you learning? What do you believe life is, right? And, you know, that's the dialogue. I'm going to be honest with you and I'm not a person who, I'll always reply. If you send me a message, anyone who has you know, responded to stuff, you'll know that I always reply, right? I may not reply immediately. You may only even hear from me a week later, or you may hear from me, you know, an hour later if I'm on Instagram, because I'm not big on social media, right? I prefer to be awake and aware and like engaged in life. Um, and two, I find constant response, being in a state of constant response, very taxing on my energy, um, and my energy isn't oriented to be in constant response, right? So that's why then I don't respond as frequently. But if you holler at me, I'll always say something. And, um, you know, maybe, you know, we'll be in dialogue in a future, in a future episode where I'll be like, oh, this person sent me a note saying X. And you know what? I wanted to talk about that, blah, blah, blah. Right? Like, I would love that. 
but I just don't want you to have an expectation that, um, you know, this, this isn't like a product like a, that I'm, that I'm, um, yeah. What I'm trying to say is that I, I don't want you to have expectations of me. <laughs> Let me put a full stop there and leave it at that. So if anyone follows me on Insta, you've seen that I, I've had different vlog series. I used to have a personal vlog. This is the personal vlog, right? Then it was on Instagram. There was more like Instagram had been designed more for longer form content. And so I would record like a five minute or a 10 minute vlog and I would just like drop it on my timeline and whoever saw it, saw it. That's what this is about, right? It's the same energy and the same spirit, but now it's in a format that I can go a little bit longer, right? And um, I can talk about the same themes I was talking about then. But now, because I have decided that I'm coming out with my divergent spiritual beliefs, right? And I'm living boldly out loud as me. I'm also going to be talking about, you know, faith and spirituality. I'm also going to be talking about my lessons and my fuck ups, right? There are a lot of things that I've had to learn about, for example, relationships. I'm single right now. I've been single for a long time. And I think a lot about that. Why am I single? What have I chosen? What What is it that my soul is trying to do by being single? But also, what is it that I have been failing to grow in because I'm scared and insecure? You know, we're going to explore that in probably a future conversation because guess who's on Bumble? Tenji Moyama. Guys, and I am matching with some awesome people. Like some of the people I'm matching with are honestly stellar. And then they are, honestly, there's like the not so stellar, right? I'm being very PC there. There are some dudes that are wasting a girl's time, right? But I have now a methodology, right? Where I'm being completely myself and open and, you know, letting myself vulnerably say this is who I am. And allowing the people who are not for me to like self-select away from me, right? Or if I go on a date with someone, I've had a few dates. Oh, it's been quite fun. Um, if I go on a date and it's really nice, I'm like, yeah, awesome. If it's not, then I just send them a really thoughtful message about it was great to meet you and get to know you better. But for me, there's no chemistry. I really wish you all the best and I hope that you find what you're looking for. Uh, uh, uh. So let's see what comes out of this whole process. But yeah, there's going to be some juicy, fun, exciting, interesting, some easygoing conversations coming ahead because this is like the this podcast is just about everything. It's not just going to be about like deep spiritual topics and the meaning of life. All right, guys, I am grateful to you for being here. My heart feels warm and glad. I hope that you're here holding me in a space of abundance and openness and curiosity and like fun but also depth because you can see like I mean I've got a wide spectrum personality like I'm fun and, and silly and whatever and I'm also very very deep and existential and then very very practical as well so that's my life if anyone is curious about well who's this hun right Instagram is a great place to look uh, for my personal life it is an open profile so go check it out um at Tenjiwe and then if you want to get a sense of what do I do professionally, look me up on LinkedIn, Tenji Moyana, T-E-N-J-I, Moyana. All right, guys, I will see you in the next one. Thank you for being here. Whoever's listening, if no one's listening, universe, thank you for loving me and like pushing me into this platform to like have an outlet for my thoughts and ideas and perspectives. 
have an amazing Sunday. It is warm in Joburg and I hope that it is warm in your heart wherever you are. Ciao.